Next on BYUSN, what a day we had on Friday. We'll give you our best of from the scrimmage and the alumni game. Plus, what did we learn from the scrimmage on Friday? Did we learn anything? Hopefully we learned something. We'll see. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Monday, April 3rd, championship night in March Madness on the men's side. I'm Jerem Jordan alongside a man who, like most of us, would not want to try and uh, be in serve receive against Luke Benson's 80-mile-an-hour serve on Friday night. Jason Shepard, that was incredible. 80 miles per hour. And I was not looking at the, the miles per hour screen when it happened. All the, I heard Steve next to me go 80 miles per hour. And I like my head turned like whiplash <laughs> to see 80 before it disappeared. <laughs> the best part about it was, well, it turned out to be not. It, I was concerned that it was going to be a bad thing because they challenged it. And I'm like, oh, please do not. Because they said oh, it was USC a football. Oh, USC challenged a football? They said it was of a football, which it clearly was not. Of course they would. They're just like embarrassed by But I'm like, don't you situation. dare take away an 80 mile per hour. And then when we saw the no. replay, we're like, oh, that's good. It's going to stand. 80 miles per hour. That was unbelievable. BYU added the radar uh, you know, and uh, display this yeah. year, which is fun. I what love a, it. It's so fun, right? You look over and you're like, wait, that was only 65? Granted, only 65. The fastest I've seen this year is 73. I haven't even heard of 80. 80 is like the fastest in the Olympics by world-class guys. Like Luke Benson throws an 80-mile-an-hour ace, and boom goes the dynamite. It's an ace uh, for BYU. And that was just part of a great night, Friday it's, night. Well, it's like fastball followed, followed by like a changeup because he went 80 miles per hour and then followed up with 63. And it's like, 63 is still fast, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that's like when your cutter's in the 90s. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 your fastball and they yeah. can't both be right. Exactly. Come on now. Exactly. All right, coming up on today's show, what did we learn from the BYU football scrimmage on Friday? You will hear from the head coach, Kalani Satake, as well as Jay Hill, plus the quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, Jaron Hall, and Keaton Slovis. You'll hear from all of them. Plus, is there a new Jimmer? in town. We will have that conversation. Plus, Kyle Van Oy was a media superstar. We'll let you hear why he's as much a champion with the mic as he is on the football field. But first, here are today's headlines. Football held at spring scrimmage Friday. Keaton Slovis, 6 for 13, 50 yards, had an interception. First team defense didn't allow any scores, had a takeaway. Defensive coordinator Jay Hill says he liked what he saw. I thought the guys flew around, played hard. I thought there was some really good tackling early on. And we got a lot of valuable reps for a lot of critical guys, so that was big. Jay Hill coming up. The team has this week off, then finishes up with three practices next week. We were just talking about this. Number seven men's volleyball beat number 11 USC on Friday night in four sets. BYU's win completed the season sweep of USC. BYU had beaten the Trojans the night before, also in four sets. Cougars improved to 12-0 at home this season with just two more home matches left. April 14th and 15th against the Stanford Cardinal. Tied for second in the league now with GCU dropping two to UCLA. Let's go. Baseball beat Gonzaga 6-5 Friday. Lost 8-2 Saturday. Lose the series 2-1. Cole Gamble hit a home run in both games. BYU plays a non-conference game at Washington State. New time pushed back 30 minutes as of just a moment ago. 3.30 Eastern time on the BYU radio app. On the Palouse tonight. On the Palouse. As the folks like to say. Softball won two out of three over the weekend. BYU split a doubleheader on Friday, beating Louisiana Tech 5-3. to 
in losing to 12th ranked LSU 10 to 2. So did Iowa. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a big weekend for LSU. Yes, it was. Uh, on Saturday, the Cougars beat NC State 1 nothing. BYU plays Idaho State tomorrow. Is BYU playing Idaho State for like the 17th time this year? I believe. Football? I believe that they are now. Uh, They've played a lot. At home and home for like 15 straight games. <laughs> for Idaho State's basically in the WCC now. It feels like. Uh, men and women's track and field were in action over the weekend at Stanford and in Austin, Texas. Highlights include the men's 4x400 team setting the school record, 303, nicely done. And Claire Seymour won the 800. Men's golf finished 13th out of the 28 teams at the Goodwin in San Francisco. Carson Lindell finished 24th overall, going one over during the three-day tournament. Men's tennis took down number 27 San Diego, 4-2 on Saturday, improving to 2-2 two two in the WCC. Women's tennis lost to the Toreros, dropping to 4-4 four four in conference play. And Cougars in the NWSL. Ashley Hatch had a brace. Hey. The Washington Spirit in a 2-2 draw. For those that don't know, that means she scored two goals in the game. I did not know a couple years ago. I was like, she hurt her knee. <laughs> it's like, why are we? Why are we? Why, I had not, why I are had we enjoying that she's I had wearing a brace? Never heard that. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Why would you bring that up? So she scored two yep. in the uh, the draw for the Washington Spirit. Michaela Clough played 89 minutes in the Orlando Pride's 2-1 loss. Cam Tucker came in in the 84th minute for the Houston Dash, and Michelle Vasconcelos played 34 minutes in the Portland Thorns 4-1 victory. For as good as women's soccer is at BYU, it's nice to have four in the NWSM. In the there league. There was a time where they had maybe one, right? Yeah. Um, so it's good. That's a great program. It's fun to have the representation at the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, all rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. I'm a Slovis fan. Really good tackling early on. A lot of valuable reps for a lot of critical guys. A lot of new energy, a lot of new faces. Uh, it's going to be big boy stuff, and I'm excited for it. Friday was fun. We were uh, out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We had the scrimmage and the alumni day. It was awesome. Let's focus on the scrimmage for a minute. First time ever on BYU TV, which is great. Admittedly, by the coaches, it was simple. Mm -hmm. uh, so what did we learn, if anything? In your opinion, Jason? Uh, we learned that we all love BYU football and can't wait for it to be back <laughs> out on the field, right? Just in, having in full a back. form. Yeah, like, we, look, yeah. we realize that BYU is not going to show anything. You had a lot of players and certainly critical players that will play a, a major role for this team in the fall not participating. This was not about having any sort of insight into what this team may look like. This, this was sort of a made-for-TV event. This was a thing for the fans, to be able to say thank you to the fans for supporting the program and to give them an opportunity to see some of the new – being able to see Keaton Slovis out there was awesome. Yep. I mean, the fact he didn't throw a touchdown, had an interception, nobody cares. It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. This was an opportunity just to be able to have – football back out there and as you mentioned having BYU TV involved was awesome for us and to be able to have that access and to be able to bring that to the fans that was the cool part but in terms of like learning anything the ones and the ones you didn't even tackle you had so many guys look we don't even know we talked about the guys that were injured and that didn't play there's going to be a lot of guys once the, the transfer portal opens up for the second window of the year. You're going to have guys that were participating in that that yep. probably aren't going to be there, and you're going to have people that participated for other teams are going to be with BYU in the fall. So there's going to be so many changes. This was more about having BYU out there for the fans to be able to see and enjoy. That's really my takeaway from it. I agree. It was a spring 
football media day, yeah. if you will, uh, that included alumni day, which is great. Let's say that Keaton Slovis threw for five touchdown passes, no picks, and didn't throw an incompletion. Would we think that suddenly he's in the Heisman conversation? We're dedicating the entire of hour of this show to that if that televised happens. broadcast, right? He wore the Air Monarchs on Friday in studio, which was uh, awesome. Told us he has no ego. No, it was, it was great. It was great. I don't take a lot. If he had thrown five picks, maybe we're a little concerned, right? There's maybe a little bit of reaction there. But, no, it was, it was, it was great just to be in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, have the fans there. By the way, I think, uh, you know, a couple a week ago maybe, we thought this might be a blizzard. Uh, the, <laughs> we out. didn't have a drop of precipitation. Like, we had sunshine at moments. It really was an amazing day in, in all regards. The alumni game was so fun. The only big thing, and, and in case you missed it, Max Hall celebrating Mitch Matthews' touchdown towards Achilles. That was the only real bummer of the day. So our, uh, you know, our best to Max in Max, recovering man. that. And then it was awkward because I'm giving an injury report on Max saying he said he felt like someone kicked him in the heel, which is textbook Achilles. And meanwhile, Spencer White has the game-winning interception who's playing in Andrew Rich's jersey. So it's hard to see from certain angles that that's not Andrew Rich. So it kind of got... Uh, you Did know, he have awkward. a massive bruise on the side of his body? Because then we would know it's Andrew Rich. <laughs> then you would know it's Andrew Rich. <laughs> Andrew played through so much pain. But in terms of what we saw from the current BYU players, I, I liked what I saw from uh, Jake Retzloff. Uh, he was 7 of 10, 69 yards, touchdown, 3 rushes for 11 yards. Like, again, not going to make too much of anything. But he's got a unique throwing style when he's out of the pocket. It's not overhand. It's all, uh, like, there were times where I swear it was underhand. Like, he, he is, he is uh, Patty Mahomes. Mahomes. the Mahomes factor. I wonder how much BYU is going to try and uh, tweak that, uh, if at all. We'll see. But he looked good. Nick Billups had a TD run that was awesome. Ran over the defender. Scored a touchdown. He is built bar employee number one, of course. Nukuluve Helu is back from a mission. He had uh, a nice day. Uh, six rushes for 56 yards. And then Devin Downing, we hope, is the next Chase Roberts. Also an American Fork guy. Put up huge numbers. Gray shooted last year. The hope is that perhaps he redshirts this year. We'll see. To your point about the transfer portal, now that spring is basically over because they'll take this week off, uh, spring break, uh, you know, for the coaches, not for BYU students. There's like one day. It happened a couple weeks ago, right? Like March 17th, you get one whole day. Uh, You used to get zero days when your boy was at BYU. So at least you have that. But um, spring break for, you know, the coaches, they're going to go have fun. Next week, three, three practices. And then that's it. They're really going to push towards the fall and focus on that. The transfer portal opens up May 15th to May 30th. To me, and perhaps we'll address this more on the show, of course, because we do a show every day, I would prioritize in this order, wide receiver, linebacker, D-line. We've seen that BYU has some talent in those spots. I'm really looking for depth slash can you, can you push like a young dude to be a backup where he doesn't have to be a baller? I would love for most of the ballers to be juniors and seniors and that the freshmen and sophomore take their time. The exception to that is Cody Epps. Obviously, uh, you know, he's a younger guy. He's been here now. This is his fourth mm-hmm. season. But uh, we've only really seen him for one full season, and he was spectacular. So I'm excited about that. D-line, certainly you need a couple more guys uh, to make an impact. Um, and then at linebacker, you know you have Ben Bywater. We'll hear his conversation with KVN from the scrimmage. KVN, by the way. The real MVP. He was He amazing. was so fun. He was amazing. And to his credit, he was like, hey, I feel bad that I'm taking away Spencer and Jerem's time on the sideline. No, 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 no. We were like, more you, please. I was disappointed. We do a show went, every day. You when don't they went to, to you us. and Spencer, I was disappointed. <laughs> no. 
Me too. I was like, you don't need me, right? He like, was we're good. great. No, he was awesome. He was fantastic. He did KVN stuff. Yes. Uh, which is, he has a huge personality. It was great. He didn't need to do anything other than be KVN. Just be and yourself. He, and he was perfect. Yes. He was great. Which, listen, he drove Kelly Ping and nuts at times when he was at BYU because he wasn't like in the spot yeah. they had practiced. But then he makes like a pick and you're like, ah, I have to tolerate this because guess what? <laughs> He's dude, dude makes plays. And so it was fun to have KVN like in the huddles, walking around. Kalani's like, oh, hey, KVN, who's going to be like, hey, uh, sir, you uh, can't be over here. Basically, he had carte blanche to go wherever, which is, which is awesome. And he looked awesome in the trench coat. Yes, he did. Uh, it's so a good look. Wide receiver, linebacker, you have Ben Bywater and Max Tooley, and then you've got some young guys. Isaiah Glasker, Ace and Micah uh, Kafusi are making an impact in, uh, in spring. Those guys haven't really played much at BYU. I don't want to ask those guys to suddenly be massive contributors uh, in the Big 12, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but what did we learn, if anything? We learned that BYU uh, certainly needs some guys. They've got some talent. You know, we saw a lot of twos and threes. It was fun to watch. I spoke to defense coordinator Jay Hill after the scrimmage. He addressed what he liked and how he feels the, the team is getting along so far. All right, Jay, how did you feel the scrimmage went today? Well, I thought it was good. You know, the big idea about this was to see who could run and who could tackle and who would play well in front of the fans. I think we got to see a lot of that. We kept it on purpose, pretty generic. Didn't want to show a bunch of things that we're doing, but I thought the guys flew around, played hard. I thought there was some really good tackling early on, and we got a lot of valuable reps for a lot of critical guys, so that was big. You talked about, uh, obviously, creating chaos, being aggressive. Uh, how do you feel the team has taken to that general scheme well I think they've taken to it very well you didn't see hardly any of that today just based on we didn't want to give it away with the scrimmage on TV and some of those things but bottom line they've taken to it well I think they're executing it very well for it being brand new to them uh, we still have a long ways to go but I like the direction we're headed you've been installing this entire spring how much of the install is in is it hundred percent now using it or are you still installing so I would say the big majority is in for sure all the basic stuff is in a lot of the individual game plan things, the tweaks and changes that we'll have per opponent, I mean, that stuff's not all in, but um, the big majority is. You didn't play here, but you can certainly acknowledge that all the alumni coming here and whatnot, and you know a lot of these guys from being across the rivalry. What's it like on an alumni day where you see all these former players about to play in a game against each other? Well, I think it's fun, and I, I love seeing the fans so excited to watch the alumni. I like seeing some of our coaches putting the jersey back on and getting those guys getting ready to play. Uh, coming out of the other tunnel today was a little weird onto this field, but so exciting. and. So I'm, I'm, I'm just elated to be here and just what the fans represent and the crowd that came out, even though it's not great weather, I, I mean, this is exciting and, and what a great turnout. Hey, we were expecting a blizzard a couple days ago, so this is pretty good, right? I thought it turned out beautiful and the grass held up awesome. So, I, I mean, just a real good day today. Okay, best of luck with the rest of spring. Thanks. Wait, thank you. Thanks to Jay Hill. Yeah, uh, it was fun to watch tied up. We're in the alumni game a few minutes after that. It was great. And uh, certainly we saw uh, more aggressiveness from the defense. Uh, them get after it. Certainly they didn't want to show fully sure. what that's going to look like. But uh, it's exciting. Uh, we'll, see what, uh, we'll see what happens with the defense in the fall. We certainly expect them to be very improved. You know, one of the other things that, that Jay talked about that I think is something that, that probably doesn't get talked about enough is just, granted, it's not a packed stadium. But you are in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. You do have fans there. And he mentioned, you know, getting an opportunity for some of these young guys to be able to play in this environment, kind of feel what it's like to be on the field with fans. I think that's something, certainly for guys 
that are either new to the program or that are down the depth chart that don't get an opportunity to play, that's an opportunity for them to be able to take advantage of that and really enjoy that type of experience. I think that's something that's pretty cool, that, that an event like that allows to happen. So we heard from Jay Hill. Now it's time to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Satake. Spencer spoke with him after the scrimmage, and Kalani was pleased with the events of the day as a whole. Here with the head football coach, Kalani Satake, transitioning between the scrimmage and now the alumni game. Let's start with the scrimmage. How did you feel like things went overall? I mean, I, it depends. I'm the head coach, so I liked it. I mean, I, I thought uh, there were some really good things, and uh, you know, we were able to get some live work. Um, obviously, we kept things really simple. Um, there's a reason for that. We want to have our strategy in place by the time we get to the, you know, to Sam Houston State. Not, 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 not now. So um, it's okay. We're, we're, the point of this was to get everyone together and uh, to have our fans be here. It feels really good to have football again in the spring. And uh, now we get the alumni being able to do their thing. So our players are really fired up about the alumni getting out there and playing. This really is like a huge family reunion. We just watched a bunch of guys get together and take a picture in front of you. I mean, people are making memories here. What, what kind of emotions are you feeling as you watch this reunion take place? Well, it's special. And, and um, you know, this is a great fraternity, a fantastic brotherhood. And regardless of who you played for, whether it's Lavelle, you know, Croton, Bronco, myself, um, this is this is there's something special about this place and about this football program and so we all speak the same language we, we all went through the, the same experiences here and we grew quite a, quite a bit uh, from a young man to an adult and, and um, I'm just happy to have all my brothers here and I'm really looking forward to, to doing some different things this year and trying to get our, our alumni involved and really trying to find ways to, to highlight them and and uh, mentor our players so I'm, I asked them to to you know to uh, fellowship with each other and, and uh, to, you know, network, but more than anything, I need them to mentor my boys. So that, that's what we're looking forward to getting done. I need to ask you about uh, the two quarterbacks on the sides of this alumni game. Ty Denver just said he, he may consider throwing a 50-yard pass. How, how do you feel about the prospect of the Heisman Trophy winner back on the field throwing at 50 yards? I wouldn't doubt anything Ty Denver could. I mean, that guy's special, so I, he, he can do it all. And if he says 50, I, I guarantee he can do it. <laughs> and then we got John Beck on the other side. Of course, Beck to Harleen. You expect to see something special from John Beck today? I mean, I, after last year, it's kind of hard to follow that up, but I think these guys will give it a try. And I, I'm just telling you, they're really competitive. So I, I just don't, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in this game, but it, it'll be a bunch of guys that don't want to lose. <laughs> Coach, credit to you and your staff and the administration for putting this together. This is a really fun event. Go and enjoy it. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to have even more fun because I'm not playing, so this is going to be great. No route for you? No, I did the one play last year, and that took everything I had, the, the, the kneel down, you know? <laughs> Thanks, Kalani. Appreciate it, guys. Kalani did not uh, kneel it down, but last year uh, he had like one catch, which was fun. So, uh, yeah, just a great day at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Uh, honestly, that's what I'm hoping heaven's like. You see people that are familiar to you, you catch up, it's a fun time. I really hope when you die – that it's like what we experienced Friday. football related? And that there's football. I really hope there's sports in heaven. Uh, if there's not, I need some more enticing. Uh, no, is I this can't. heaven? No, it's BYU. No, this football. is uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it later in the day as well. But Patty Edwards was there. They took a photo. We'll show it to you later, uh, several photos. It was a really special time as well. Yes, that when I saw that cool. when I saw that was posted, because obviously I wasn't up there. I was getting ready yeah. for volleyball. So I saw that tweeted out. I'm like, okay, that's – Honestly, that's probably going to end up being something 
that a lot of people are going to want a copy of and yep. put on a wall. Yep. It was that's to me awesome. that was the number one moment. Yeah. Um, that's cool. The picture with Patty before we even started, uh, which was really fun. Okay, our question of the day is this: What was your highlight from the BYU scrimmage and alumni game? Wayne on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Ben Peterson on Twitter. Ty Detmer throwing passes at LES. <laughs> really awesome to see some of the BYU greats having fun on the football field again. Hopefully Max Hall heals up quickly. Absolutely. Um, seeing Ty Detmer throw the ball again in Lavelle Edwards Stadium was awesome. Did I know you talk Ty to Ty? Yes, I interviewed him right before they ran out. But um, but but I'm saying like, did you talk in the Ty voice? Uh, Ty, what's it gonna be like to uh, go back out on the? Si- <laughs> no, I, I did not. Um, I wanted to give him his flowers because uh, he's the tri- Heisman Trophy winner and I'm whatever. But it, it was it was so fun to have everybody there, and there were more people than last year yeah. and bigger names. Like I want Steve Young in the game next year. I really do. I'd love to see Steve. He can still chuck it apparently. Monday Night Countdown. He slings it sometime. Let's see him, man. Let's it would go. Be awesome to have Steve Young. Okay, consider uh, Steve Young next year, everybody. Okay, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram continue to win. And the good news is, if you missed any of our Alumni Day BYUSN special yeah. or the Alumni Game and Spring Scrimmage, you can catch it all on demand at BYUSN.com or on the BYU TV app. Way to use the Beat Digger logo in the Alumni Game. Well done. Coming up, Keaton Slovis, Zach Wilson, Jaron Hall interviews as the QBs weigh in. This is BYU Sports Nation. in front of him. Oh, with a house call. What a ball and what a catch. I mean, I think he's an elite dude that I can kind of take us where we need to go, especially going into this new conference. Indeed. Max Hall talking about Keaton Slovis. Welcome back to Studio B. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard. It's the quarterback segment. I spoke to quarterback one, Keaton Slovis, who broke down his performance after the scrimmage. Okay, Keaton, scrimmage in the books. How'd you feel it go, went? It was all right. I like to score a touchdown with the ones, but um, obviously on TV, we're not going to show a ton of stuff. But happy with how they played overall the whole spring. We still got three practices left, and uh, it's always fun to get out here and see the fans and everything. What do you think of Keanu Hill? He's a decent guy. <laughs> he's kind of goofy, though. No, he's great. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. What boxes do you feel like you checked that you wanted to check in this situation? Um, you know, we had a lot of box checked all spring, really. Um, I think just operation, operating cleanly, no penalties, hopefully, um, you know, and running our basic plays well, you know. Um, I know defense is pretty vanilla too, but, you know, you like to operate in your simple offense as effectively as possible. You guys will take next week off and then have three more practices. What do you want to accomplish in those final three before you have the break? Yeah, I think there's just some stuff that, you know, we haven't gotten a ton of reps at. A-Rod kind of alluded, you know, getting reps of that stuff, uh, getting better and better and, uh, you know, getting really comfortable. I think we're comfortable with a lot of probably 90% of the offense, just that 10% that, you know, we can rep out and we'll get that done those next week. Zach Wilson uh, chatted with him a couple minutes ago. He said he's a Keaton Slovis fan, uh, going back to that 2019 game. What's it like to have played on this field where you played against Zach and the Cougars? It's 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 uh, kind of weird. It's weird walking on this side instead of that one, but... <laughs> Um, it's kind of weird. You said that before. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> weird being back. Uh, but, you know, it feels great. Great atmosphere. Um, and it's, it's just fun to get out. This, it's a great atmosphere when the fans are here during the season, too. So, excited for that. It's great to have you here. Congratulations, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Can't wait. I think that uh, echoes what the fans are thinking. Can't wait for Keaton Slovis. Look, and again, look, he, he wasn't going to go out there, and he didn't, he didn't light it up, and it's fine. Isn't it don't, don't like, from a BYU coach's perspective? They did not want want him to. No, light it up, no, absolutely say. not. Like, oh, 
crap. No, now we can, see what Keaton Slovis. Nobody cares. He needs to be off the radar a little in this All league. fans wanted to see was Keaton Slovis in a BYU uniform at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. No, and to, everybody was happy. I that was, that was all. Weird word from him with BYU again, yeah. which was great. Um, okay, Jaron Hall uh, was there. We'll hear from him in a minute. But Zach Wilson was in attendance, and I talked to him about coming back to BYU and certainly his situation in New York. Yeah, Zach Wilson's here. Uh, Zach, uh, welcome back to BYU, man. Good to see you. How you doing? It's good to be here. Good to hear you. see all the guys again. It feels like I was just here. So, twenty twenty has been three years now, which is weird. Uh, just finished your second year in the league, of course. What's it like to be back at BYU on Alumni Day, where a lot of guys are back? Yeah, it's always exciting to catch up with guys. You know, a lot of guys I played with are still playing, and then guys that have left, kind of asking them, you know, what's new, and uh, trying to keep in touch with all of them. But I always enjoy coming and doing this stuff. Certainly the scrimmage is uh, of interest. It's going to be BYU's first Big 12 team. Uh, they got Keaton Slovis. That's probably as good of a quarterback as BYU could have got out of the transfer portal, right? Yeah, I'm a Slovis fan. We actually played them here, right, USC, my sophomore year, his freshman year, and got after those guys. But I've kept in touch with him a little bit, so I'm excited for him in, uh, in this year, this, this, this coming season. You have a smile on your face, I think, because BYU won the game, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, in terms of BYU and kind of stepping into the Big 12, what are your hopes and expectations for um, this program that finally got that validation of a P5 invite and now they'll play? Yeah, huge, man. Uh, you know, Tom did a great job of getting these guys going and uh, and they got their work cut out for them. I think there's going to be uh, a challenge at first, but they're going to have to figure out a way to, to just progressively keep getting better. But I think they can do it. And I'm excited for them because what a great challenge. And you finish your second season in the NFL, uh, certainly Aaron Rodgers to the Jets talk. How have you uh, handled kind of everything that's going on with you and, and the team this offseason? Yeah, just being present, loving life, enjoying family, uh, enjoying the guys, and just understanding I get to play football for a living, and there's nothing better than that. So uh, just absorbing every day and just and just giving everything I got. And, of course, uh, Josh just uh, retired. Uh, I believe Micah is on the team, right? So uh, you're still watching the linebackers, I assume. Yeah, got the, little, got the younger brothers out here. I got, wish Josh was still going, but we got Mike out here, so uh, hopefully those guys can do something. Awesome. Well, thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. Best of luck with them. Yeah, thank you guys always. I love that Zach continues to come back and, and is, is a part of this. Absolutely. I, I, I think it's fantastic. I think he will forever. I, I, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I, 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 love, I love that BYU has that connection. Look, and it's, BYU's not the only program that has a connection like that. But with BYU's history of quarterbacks, to be able to have these guys that you see on Sunday in the NFL – and to be able to have them come back. There were seven of them, by the way. Yeah, it, Current Cougars in the NFL. It's awesome yeah. that that connection is as strong as it is. I, I love that part. And uh, I appreciate Zach talking. He did not have to do that interview and hasn't done many this offseason for obvious reasons with New York. Um, and I appreciate him doing the interview. That was great to hear from him. Uh, Jaron Hall, also in attendance. He talked about uh, John Beck and how many NFL teams are conversing with him at this point. Here's Jaron Hall. Jeremy and Jaren, we're still going to try that podcast at some point. We'll figure it out. But, uh, Jaren, how you doing, man? Uh, pro day a week ago, uh, spring scrimmage uh, today, getting ready for the NFL draft, of course. How's life right now? Really good. Just glad to be back home in Pro Bowls. Being back here in Lavelle Stadium, you know, it's, it's, it's a comfort. And it's just it's so fun to see all the, all the guys and see all the good things they got going on. You've been training in Southern California, I take it, with John Beck? Yep, yep. John right out there. Dicing him up in the nice uh, Jordan 11s, doing his thing. Yep. That's from a guy. He's still got it. Oh, absolutely. That man slings it around every day when he's throwing with us, too. I'm convinced he might outthrow all of us when we go out there sometimes. So he's still got it. What's it like to see this group of guys in the stadium today? Oh, it's pretty amazing. I mean, you got some, I mean, you heard the crowd when, you know, Ty and John went out there, Max, and then, you know, all the other guys, Dennis, 
It's, uh, it's crazy to see how much you know, the BYU fans still remember what they did for this program, for, for the state. Um, it's just amazing to see the, the legacy of football players. They're all together now. It's fun. Special. So it makes BYU special. Besides one, Kalen Hall, who was your favorite player growing up? KJ Hall. Besides the Halls? <laughs> Man, I love watching Max, obviously. You know, he shared the last name. I love watching him play. I love watching Brian Kill play too, good family friend of ours. So, uh, you know, those two of the guys, you know, in that, in that era, I love watching. How'd you feel you did on Pro Day? Uh, it was a good day. You know, it wasn't perfect. Uh, I felt like we threw the ball really well. Uh, it was fun just getting out there with the guys running around. Um, a lot of those drills, it just takes timing and, and precision, and, you know, you, you kind of get what you get and happy with it. So, I'm, I'm glad to kind of be moving on from all that stuff and, and just focus on playing football now. Do you have a sense of who's most interested in you at this point? Uh, not yet. I mean, there's a lot of teams that, that you talk to, and I still have interviews, you know, almost every day um, with different teams, talking to quarterback coaches and assistants and whatnot. So hopefully next few weeks we'll start to get a little better feel for, for what it's looking like. Kyle Van Noy is on the broadcast as well. Um, what did you enjoy most about Kyle's career here? Man, Kyle was a physical freak on the edge. For me, growing up as a kid, honestly, and even when I got to BYU as a freshman, I loved watching the defense because of guys like Kyle, because of guys like mine. Sometimes the guy you get asked about shows up. Uh, that's how it works, man. He's right there. So, uh, nah, that, the defenses of BYU have always been. Colby Pearson almost hauled one in. Oh, sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was fun watching those defenses throughout the years. Hey, best of luck with everything. Thanks for the time. Thank you very much. Jaron Hall is one of my favorites. I, I gave you moment. That, that was awesome. That was great. And and for those like because Kyle was obviously on the broadcast, yes. he had the the IFB in his ear, so he could he hear could your hear. question. And you see him lurking in the back. <laughs> what it's so great! I I I hope Jaron goes to a place where wherever he's drafted. Seahawks. Good fit. Backup. Seahawks. Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Well. Patty Mahomes is going to be there a minute. That's not a great fit. Um, Seahawks would be perfect. He can sit behind Gino go to, for two go to years. A, go for a fit. And then, yeah, and don't make a – And don't quit. Can't a quit? What? what? Uh, yeah, no, great stuff. Uh, Keaton Slovis and Zach, <laughs> Zach Did Wilson. Did Johnny Cochran? <laughs> Johnny Cochran made it into the show today. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. Okay. BYU baseball is in the Northwest <laughs> today to face Washington State. Listen to the game today, 3.30 Eastern time. That has been moved back 30 minutes, so yep. that is the correct time. It is 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on the BYU radio app. And that glove appears to fit. Wow. Does Jimmer have company now in the Pantheon of must-watch college basketball players? Who are we talking about? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. This is BYU Sports Nation. Interact with the show and get great content throughout the day. All you need to do is follow us, and we hope you do. Follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. If you don't at this point, we certainly recommend it. Uh, he is Jason. I am Jerem. Let's whip it. Google Whip Around is presented by Marisk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. All right, Caitlin Clark, Iowa. Things did not work Baller. out for, for her team last night. LSU right. gets the win. Right. 
Uh, it's been talked about a little bit uh, in the last 24 hours. Uh, is Caitlin Clark the You're closest? You're being sarcastic, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. The closest thing college basketball has or will see to Jimmer. I was uh, I was thinking that um, you know Jimmer Fredette's run was awesome. We forget that uh, of course Steph Curry made it to the Elite Eight with Davidson. That mm -hmm. sort of run that can transform you. She's been awesome the last couple of years, but like she pulls up from literally yeah. like 30 feet in the second possession of the game. I was going crazy watching Caitlin Clark play. It's fun to see what she's doing for the game of women's basketball in the NCAA. I watched the entire national championship game, and I probably did because I wanted to see Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Um, yeah. The draw was that big. Yes. She did great work, as did LSU. Congrats to the Tigers. Fun championship game to watch. 102 points from LSU. Go Tigers. <laughs> Look, the, the thing about it that, that brings those two players together is what you talked about. It's people, it's casual fans who may not have known about Jimmer at the time, but heard all this about Jimmer yep. and they would tune in to see what he did. You just want to see someone now do you're doing, something you haven't yes, seen. Yes, you're doing this yep. now with Caitlin Clark. And so, yeah, it's probably right now the closest thing because of what you said. It brings in people that otherwise may not be watching. they like, I got to see this. I got to see this player. And women's basketball certainly benefited from a less compelling Final Four on the men's side. Take advantage of the situations, yeah. however you get them. And certainly the growth has been tremendous. And it's been fun to see that growth at BYU as well with women's basketball. We're seeing high and higher attendance, higher ratings on these games as we get going. So, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay, UConn or San Diego State for the men's ma uh, national championship tonight. Who you got? Uh, I've got UConn. Who doesn't have UConn? Yeah. They yeah. are undefeated against non-conference foes. They're the seven, and they have won all favorite, of right? them by double figures. I don't know, but that line sounds good. I think, last time I saw it, it was seven. I also want no part of having a certain fan base I'm enjoy with you. the national it's championship. It's a rival. Yeah. I don't root for no, said rival I, I, in this I want, situation. I was in the anyone but San Diego State category. It's so. still like if St. Mary's was sitting there, do I actually want them to win the national title? I just want them to have some success. That's great. <laughs> but it's a little too real yeah. if you win yeah. the natty. Yes, it's okay? completely different. And so UConn all the way. And Let's if, go Huskies. If San Diego State wins, well, regardless, we should hang the led them for 30 minutes in a game that year banner <laughs> in the Marriott Center. Because that happened, if you forget. It was in November. You don't like that idea, I can tell. It's fine. It's a joke. All right, we talked about this earlier. In fact, um, let's watch. Let's watch it. Let's watch yeah. the 80 mile per hour, per hour serve. I don't know Friday if you can night. see it. It's like the speed of light. Exactly. Here we go. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's take a look at this. <laughs> if you wanted to know what an 80 mile per hour serve looks like, it's that. So what is your best comparison to what we saw from Luke Benson and the 80 mile per hour serve? Whatever the opposite of Spence running the 40th um, was that. That was it. Uh, I'm going to say, it, it, while, while there were no feathers involved, <laughs> the Randy Johnson Ooh. bird. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, you're, you're talking my language. <laughs> the first thing I did in broadcasting ever was like uh, at Copper Hills was called Grizzly Sports. And I showed that clip, and I kid you not, no one commented on anything I did all year. Yeah. It was that play with Randy Johnson and the bird was awesome. When that hit, that was like you didn't have YouTube. Yeah. So you had to watch it some other way. That was yes. When that hit the libero, ball. like it was like <laughs> the air yeah. just <laughs> get the feathers the go ball. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> you know, men's rugby beats Cal 50 to 14 Friday. Is men's rugby back? Did it ever leave? Well, they haven't won the Natty in a minute. That's, that was the standard. Yes, I understand that. Yeah, sure, why not? They're yeah. back. Yeah. Okay, uh, huge win against Cal, which is awesome. Um, D1A playoffs, by the way. Starting this weekend, hosting Arizona, 
at uh, one mountain time on Saturday. 12-team playoff for the national championship. BYU's ranked fourth. This is the best team in the Steve St. Pierre era. That's my old roommate. Uh, gotta, gotta mention him. The captain when BYU won its first national title in 09. So go check out the boys. That's awesome. Always good to beat Cal. The fighting Mark Madsons of Cal. <laughs> All right, friend of the show, Jeff Hansen from, uh, from Cougar Sports Insider tweeted out the following after the oh. alumni game. Oh yeah. It was a, it was a picture of, of Kalani, uh, Patty Edwards, and Tom Holmo. Um, what would you give for this coat that Tom Homo was wearing? Because all, all James, my sins to Jeff, know thee. Yes. Um, Jeff says, all I want for Christmas is Tom's coat in a large. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I reached out to someone about, hey, I'm willing to pay for this coat. And the person said, I don't even have this coat. Fun fact, it is reversible to, to Navy. See, it is you, the greatest you, article of clothing that exists in BYU sports right now, I kid you not. It ups the reverse, the anti. Navy and Royal? Yes. What? When you can reverse something. Mm. Normally, when something's reversible, it doesn't have the swag, you know what I mean? This, on the other hand, reversible. Yeah. It's, it's legit, yeah. yeah. The, the utility of that Here's what is I'm second hoping. to the fashion. Here's what I'm hoping, is that that is something that, as part of the football broadcast, that the crew that we get. I'm fingers are crossed. Certainly hoping that. But that's for that. part of the swag we it get. It did have the Cougar Club hint, logo hint, on it. Hint. So Chad Lewis. Okay, <laughs> uh, Kyle Van Noy joined us for Friday scrimmage and games and flexed his interview muscles, which were strong here. KVN with Kelly Papinga and Ben Bywater next. This is BYU Sports Nation. That jacket not reversed. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation live from Studio B. Jerem Jordan alongside Shep. Kyle Van Noy stole the show Friday. He was fantastic. Uh, some fun conversations with a bunch of guys, including Kelly Papinga, about being back at BYU and his goals. Here it is. Yeah, first of all, I mean, it feels just feels like home, right? Being here feels like home, being around all you guys. and. Seeing everybody that's uh, really been a been you know important part of my life. Seeing all those dudes has been awesome. But uh, honestly, our goal is to be aggressive on defense and be able to hold the points down and give our, our our team our best chance to win. That's what we want to do. But Coach Hill keeps preaching it. We're going to be aggressive and we're going to keep the points down and uh, give ourselves a chance to win a Big 12 championship. That's the goal. I mean, bringing coaches like yourself and Sione on the D-line coach is definitely a step in the right direction when we talk about aggression. Uh, another thing I want to pinpoint that you do such a good job of coaching is fundamentals. Um, can you dive in just for a little bit of like one fundamental that you saw that was lacking last year on this team that you've done this year and it's been like a main focus point that you want to see the biggest difference in. Just because the scheme was so different a year ago with the DNs on how they approach playing a five technique. So being able to just play a five technique and knowing how to strike, striking with our hands, being able to set edges and how to escape blocks. And so it was just different how it was done before. Not saying in any way it was better or worse, but um, just being able to strike and play the run is uh, been our main focus and setting edges. Like that's what we've been trying to do. And uh, you know, I think our guys are doing a really good job of that. And just, hey, that's what we Let's do. Go. Hey, set edges, get after the quarterback. And you know, everybody else will do their job, but that's our job, set edges and get after the QB. Awesome. All right, last question. For kids that are watching over the, the world, 
on BYU TV, and you were once a, a, a little boy. Can you give us any advice to that little boy that you could go back and say, hey, I want to play football. What can I do? Or what what's going to be the difference to make it to the college level? Yeah. Just love the process of training. Love the process of being in the weight room, love the process of learning the game, just love that process, right, of continuing to learn and grow and just, you know, a lot of kids these days want to be recruited and just want to go, you know, be all show, but just love the process of working to be great. And if you do that, great things will be in store for you. Love that. Love you, bro. Yeah, love you, man. Yeah. Just two all-time backers just chatting it up at uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, good stuff there from uh, – from Kelly with Kyle. Yeah, and KBN does it again. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. I, I couldn't do my. I couldn't do it like Greg. Uh, this time he's talking with BYU linebacker Ben Bywater, who, by the way, did not play in the scrimmage, uh, but helped break it down with Kyle talking about the transition from last year to this year. What's up, guys? Here I'm with our main man Ben Bywater. He's the leader of the defense right now, coming back off an of injury, but we don't have to discuss that because injuries we don't care about. We're going to talk about life and football real quick. So, Ben, after, you know, a season that you don't want to remember, but you want to remember, uh, what are you going to do to go into this up this new season by just putting that to the past, but also at the front of your mind to have that motivate you to do whatever you can to maximize this year with everything that's yeah. gone on i know yeah. i was a lot sorry no, 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 no. that's a good question for me it's like yeah you want to remember last year just because it's like look you got to learn from your past but i mean if you stare at it you're going to stay there so for us it's like we understand where we need to be better and uh coach hill's been great for us a lot of new energy a lot of new faces so i'm excited just eating the chicken you know what i'm saying we're, we're heavy on the chicken now we're playing big 12 football a lot of steak so uh, it's gonna be big boy stuff and i'm excited for it yeah i love chicken you chicken or steak I'm a chicken guy. All right, chicken. I like that. Uh, another question I had was, uh, how do you and Thule maximize your talents in this new defense, but also bring the dog out and your other teammates that may not know you, may have transferred in, especially into a new system? Yes, sir. That's, that's another great question. For us, it's like you got to go prove yourself every single day you step out there. And these guys that come in, these new young guys, like you got to go show them, like, hey, this is – this is what got me here, right? If you, if you do the, the nitty-gritty, the dirty work, and that gets you to where you are, and then now that you think you're high and mighty, you stop doing that stuff, like, that's not going to, you know, you're not going to be able to stack year on year after year. So for us, for me and Max, it's going to be aggressive. We're going to be playing downhill. So I'm excited for it. And, uh, yeah, just go earn my respect, earn the respect of my teammates. You know, that's my biggest goal is, like, lead from the front, you know. Go out there, be with your guys, work hard, and show them, you know, what you're about. All right, two quick other questions. One, who should we be out here watching today like that's going to pop out that you've seen work in this spring? Who should we keep an eye on? I like Eddie Heckard, number five. Yeah, our nickel. He came from Weaver State. He's a stud. He really is. Like, he's locked down. He knows his assignments. He's really he got a lot of great attention to detail. So I like watching him. You know, he really perfects his craft. So for me, that inspires me. And, uh, yeah, watch him. Okay, we're going to be watching him. Last question. If you were to play offense, what position would you pick? RB1, okay. running back, give me the rock, okay? Just like his last touchdown, I feel you. All right, Ben Bywater, everybody. 
eating the chicken. Eating the chicken. Like he's speaking my language, but I'm hoping that's like the new slogan that we've got, we get that on the t-shirts, eating the chicken. We eating the chicken. Look, I'd, I'd buy I buy li- I like it. Okay. You know who else has been eating some chicken? Blake Freeland. Uh, that dude is strong and can move, and it was fun to talk to him about his pro day and what he's hearing from NFL teams. I'm with Blake Freeland, who uh, killed it at Pro Day last week. How'd you feel it went? Uh, I thought it went well. It was sorry, really exciting this? to get out there and compete again. Uh, just another opportunity to kind of show my skill set and uh, put on. You did the bench. You got 25 reps. They took off two there. You got an extender or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was upset, but I mean, 25 is cool. I'll take 25. 25 is great. Um, and then in the 20-yard shuttle, you shaved off .3 seconds, which would have been first at the combine. How did you shave off that much in a matter of, what, a month? Um, honestly, at the combine, my legs were kind of dead towards the end. That was the last thing we did um, after a bunch of position work. So um, I think fresh, fresh legs helped a lot. Um, and a couple extra weeks of training also does big, big wonders. You crushed it in terms of the athleticism and everything at the combine. What's the conversation like with uh, teams at this point about who might pick you and where they might pick you? Um, you know, I've been having a, a good amount of meetings, and it's all just uh, – Getting to know the guys, them getting to know me, um, doing a lot of uh, them teaching me uh, their plays, and then I just kind of go through my film, talk through it. Um, but not not a lot of talk, just kind of where I where I stand, I guess. But uh, just just a lot of learning meetings. That's kind of where I've been at right now. How was the overall experience, and what was the final uh, pro day at BYU? As next year they'll start to have a Big 12 one. Say that again, sorry. How was the overall experience at BYU's final pro day in Provo? Because next year is a Big 12 pro day. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, BYU always puts on a great production. Um, I mean, we got a big, big video screen, uh, show all the numbers. We had 17 dudes compete, so it was really fun. Um, a lot of a lot of my boys did well and competed and kind of showed off their stuff. So it was it was really fun just getting out there and competing last one last time with the boys. What's it like to be back in the stadium watching your teammates of next year's edition? Uh, it's awesome. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of unfamiliar faces. Um, get a lot, meet a lot of the new boys. Uh, the team looks a lot different this year, but I'm excited to see what they got. Excited to uh, kind of tune into the practices, into the scrimmages. This will be the third third one I've been to, so uh, it's great to watch them. They look great. I'm excited to see what they got. Connor Pay was on BYU Sports Nation today, and he said he was wearing some shoes that you gave him. Apparently, you gave him a bunch of stuff. He was very appreciative of that. How much did you give him? Um, I'm not really sure. He, he took over my room, so I kind of just – I left a couple things in there that I think thought he'd appreciate, and I just didn't really – didn't really wear anymore, something that was a little too small for me, so just let him take over and yeah. Aaron Roderick has been very complimentary of uh, this year's offensive line, saying, hey, we were really good last year and we feel like we're uh, longer and, and uh, you know, pretty talented as well. What do you think of the new group? Um, I've, I've only been to about two, two, three practices now, but they look good, they look fast. Um, I'm not really sure who the first group is yet, but um, it seems like they're rotating in a lot of guys and uh, they're all performing really well, so I'm excited to see what, see what they can do. And I know um, they'll probably make some additions this summer. And, uh, you know, the offseason's a great great way and great time to get better. So we'll just see we'll see what fall looks like and see how they produce. Well, Blake, best of luck with everything, and uh, enjoy the NFL draft next month. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Blake Freeland. Hopefully uh, he's going late second round. That feels like the high end for him, but uh, – Certainly, he uh, helped himself in Indianapolis and at BYU's Pro Day. It was fun to see him again. Yeah. That's a big dude. Yeah, he's, he's going to – He's eating the chicken. He's eating the chicken. Uh, he's going to be able to afford a lot of chicken. Yes, he will. Uh, and whoever gets him is going to be getting a good one. So athletic. Yeah, very Can't much wait so. for the NFL draft, which, by the way, is like three and a half weeks away. In Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a baseball game, I would be there. You should just go. 
Uh, yeah. Do you want me to ask for it off for you? Speaking of BYU baseball, they return home later this week for a series against San Francisco. Let's go. You can watch game one of the three-game series Thursday at 8 Eastern on the BYU TV app. And Ryzen, shout out to a special moment from Friday. We'll show you with Patty Edwards. This is BYU Sports Nation. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. This portion of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. By the way, that look is literally every day now. Uh, did you bring your scraper? <laughs> yes. Actually, next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, yeah. it'll be 72 degrees here. Well, I, I, I look forward to that. We're holding on to that hope because yes. of the blizzard today. Yeah. BYU Sports Nation On Demand. Download the free BYU TV and BYU radio apps or listen to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Our question of the day is this. You eating that chicken? Like Ben Bywater? Also, uh, what was your highlight from the BYU scrimmage and alumni game? Travis J. Larson of the 70. No, just kidding. <laughs> on Facebook. I was at the game sitting behind the defensive bench. I was absolutely blown away by the energy and overall camaraderie of the defense. Definitely a different feel for that side of the ball than in years past. Go Kooks. We did not have a former BYU athlete speak in general conference, correct? Nothing I'm aware of. I, did, I haven't seen Saturday night yet. I saw the other four. But, uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have uh, Nielsen, Sikahema, uh, let's see, Durant. And then there's one other I'm, I'm spacing on. Um, where them mutes at? Uh, in response to our elite voice of the day presented by PAX uh, Healthcare Elevated Brent Rumler on Facebook football yeah it was it was about football and three exclamation points yes uh, just to emphasize it, I think that was good okay uh, today's Rise of Shadow is presented by Mountain America the official credit union of BYU Athletics to Patty Edwards who was at the scrimmage and alumni day like just this photo with Ty Detmer just Kalani Tom Homo, they took a picture with everybody playing in the game. That included seven current NFLers. There's probably 20 former NFL guys there, not to mention all, all of this stems from Lavelle Edwards and the amazing work he did here, of course. Great to have Patty there. I know he talked to Spencer as well, um, so you can go watch that interview if you go back and watch the uh, scrimmage and alumni game on the BYU TV. It was special. What a great moment that brings all of these different decades of football players all together yep. with Patty. That's, that was unbelievable. That was cool. What a cool moment. Our thanks to today's guests, Jay Hill, Clarence Taki, Keaton Slovis, Zach Wilson, Jaron Hall, Kelly Ping, Ben Bywater, Blake Freeland. Not bad. Not bad. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This and all of our shows on demand on BYUSN.com. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Spencer White. The game-winning interception right there. Listen to baseball, 3.30 Eastern at Washington State on the BYU Radio app. Go Cougs!